What's up, everyone? It's Frank and Jackie Ritz. And today on Essential Oil Healthcare Radio, we get to bring you some really fun content today. We're going to talk about some weird and unusual uses for essential oils. Yeah, so we're going to kind of cover all the different ways that we use essential oils around our house, on our kids. And if you didn't know, we have a 10-acre farm with pretty much every single farm animal you can imagine with the... Exception of like maybe rabbits and... Horses. And maybe some horses, but that's about it. But we have raised uh, those in the past, but we wanted to... Bring you guys what you can do uh, every single day in your home and really just be able to get the best health possible. And uh, and we, you know, there is three ways to actually use essential oils. You can use them aromatically, you can use them topically, and then you can also use like doTERRA oils internally. And we want to just make sure that you're just really pushing the boundaries of being able to use essential oils in a very confident and really a very empowering way. And so we wanted to bring you at least five. Who knows? We'll just keep talking. Uh, you know, sometimes that always makes for the best uh, material. And so uh, we wanted to bring you these, and we hope that you enjoy our weird ways that we love to use essential oils. So starting off with the first one is what, babe? So the first one is oil pulling. And so we only suggest that you do oil pulling, I'll explain what it is in a minute, with therapeutic grade essential oils. So we um, we use and love doTERRA, but we welcome all of you, whatever brands you use, we are just loving the, you know, the community that this has started to create with this radio um, podcast. So, but... If you are going to use oils internally, even through the use of swishing them around in your mouth, make sure that you're using high quality therapeutic grade, not the grade that you can get from like the grocery store, Costco, you know, or, you know, something that you're just not really sure about the quality of the oils. So oil pulling. So that's the first thing that we do. I call it my morning swish. And I actually have a recipe in my new ebook, which is coming out at the beginning of next month. And the morning swish is where you actually put uh, coconut oil. If you want to use sesame oil, you can. And a drop or two of some good essential oils that are great for your oral health. So what you do is you take this combination and you put it in your mouth. You take about a teaspoon to a tablespoon, depending on, you know, your tolerance and how often you've been oil pulling. And you swish it around in your mouth for one, if you're starting out, you're only probably going to be able to do a minute, to 15 minutes. And you're swishing it, you're pushing it through your teeth. You're, you know, just kind of moving it around. And what, what this is, it's actually an ancient aerobatic um, technique that they've been used for thousands of years. And it pulls toxins out of your um, body. And so when you're done swishing, you spit this out into the, I like to spit it out into the toilet or into the trash can, um, depending on what. If you use coconut oil and it's, you know, thick and clogging, you might want to just spit that down into the trash can. But this is really good for your teeth, it's good for your gums, it's good for your tongue. Um, And the favorite oils I like to put on it are On Guard. Um, Every now and then I'll put peppermint on if I want to just freshen my breath or I'm going to be speaking to people. Um, I like putting myrrh on it if I'm having issues with recession of my gums, you know, or they're just not where I want them to be. Myrrh is really, really great for your gums and just really helping to you know, heal any issues that are going on in that case. So 
may, if I may, you know, I heard something, and correct me if I'm wrong, but Murr apparently can, we have a really great friend who like knows the ins and outs of essential oils tremendously, and I learn something from her all the time. But doesn't Murr actually increase the strength that the gums actually hold on to the yes, teeth? they do. I thought it I does. heard that. Okay. Yep. So that is technically oil pulling, morning swishing. Um, you can do this in several ways. Some people just take a scoop of coconut oil out of their container. I don't like the texture of putting hard coconut oil in my mouth, so I prefer to use MCT oil with a little sesame oil, and I pre-make my morning swish into a eight-ounce bottle, and I add my essential oils in. So in the morning, I just shake my bottle up, I toss you know, a teaspoon in my mouth, and I go about my shower or my chores swishing to where I don't have to talk to people because you won't be able to. So maybe when you're driving to work or you know, you're taking a shower or making lunch for the kids before they wake up, you can do this simple practice. If you can start off by trying to make it you know, two minutes and increase it a minute, every single day and get up to doing it about 10 to 15 minutes, you're really going to see how great your your mouth feels, how your dentist is going to compliment you on how amazing your teeth look. And it also really helps to um, remineralize your teeth if you're struggling with issues of having cavities and whatnot. So that is oil pulling. All right. Very awesome. And I, and I actually only knew about that because uh, I saw Jackie like where she was just swishing around and she wouldn't even talk to me like for 15 minutes. So. And I was like, hmm. I was, I was wondering if I was in the doghouse because I said something wrong. So, <laughs> but uh, the other thing that we like to use, and Jackie will give you her sort of like on the fly emergency use for essential oils in deodorants, but deodorants are now starting to become uber popular and people Natural are wondering, deodorant. yes, exactly. And so we, well, first of all, let's go ahead and just talk about deodorant in general. So off the shelf deodorant is going to have a lot of phthalates in it and it's going to have aluminum in it, and both of those are not good for your body. Um, I don't know about you, but I do, I try to now avoid ingestion and or putting of any type of a metal onto my body, and so uh, I really was a creature of habit, and I love the antiperspirant capability of deodorant, and realized that one day I just have to stop putting aluminum on the underside of my uh, arm, and so we moved. And that was about six months ago, so he was a really really late bloomer, super late. Bloomer, but the thing is, is that I've started to use natural deodorants. We make natural deodorants, and quite honestly, as long as you clean up your diet and make sure that you're staying on top of your personal hygiene, you are not going to smell. I don't offend myself, and that's probably a good thing because um, I can be quite stinky. And so, uh, it is. It has definitely been a very good game changer for me. Uh, what we do is when we make we make a couple of different ways. We make dry natural deodorants where it's just like a powder, where it's almost like a cake thing. We didn't really like that because it was just very cakey. Yeah. Um, you know, once you sweat a little bit, it's like... We, you, we've tried a lot of formulations. Oh, man. You're starting to make like a... Uh, when you're doing it like that, you, it's like you feel like you're starting to make a hockey puck in your armpit. And then we moved on to some things like shea butter and cocoa butter, and we started experimenting with those. doTERRA now makes a great uh, natural deodorant. That, and a natural armpit diffuser. Uh, that is... Uh, yeah, we tried to... Wow. Anytime you're stressed out, just sniff your armpits. It's balanced underneath there. That is really true and you can actually be grounded as you sniff. Yes, just as don't, you sweat. Just don't let people catch you in public doing it. You gotta like be sly about it. Oh, I don't it. care. I'm like... Oh. And, so, uh, and so we really love that new natural deodorant uh, that 
doTERRA does make, and yes, we still make some deodorants on our own, but one of the emergency things that Jackie likes to do, and she'll tell you about this little trick here in a second, is it's like an on-the-fly kind of thing, and it's like one of those like not super well-known uses of essential oils, right? Yeah, so if you guys have ever tried the blend from doTERRA called HD Clear, it's for your skin, so it's actually for people who are prone to acne and pimples and, you know... Um, Overproducing, like overproducing, oily skin. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I never would have imagined that it would work so great as a deodorant. Actually, I'm wearing it right now. Um, it's my lazy one. So it's like, or it's if I'm, you know, going to go to the gym and I need something extra powerful. I'll put HD clear on and then I'll put on a, a natural deodorant over top of it. And I just find that it just works so great. If I'm traveling and I don't want to bring both deodorants, I'll just bring my HD Clear, and it usually does an amazing job at just keeping any foul order odor at bay. Now, if you have never switched to a natural deodorant, you got to realize, like, your armpits need to sweat. That's how God created us. We need to sweat out those toxins. And so when you're putting an antiperspirant on you, you know, like from the store, it doesn't, your body's not able to sweat. So when you start allowing your armpits the ability to sweat and to release those toxins, it will do it. And it will do it a lot in the first few weeks. So just, you know, keep some tissues handy. You might want to keep dabbing yourself. But also you can do a detox paste um, on your armpits like every single night and really will help. So the way that you do a detox paste is you add a little bit of bentonite clay to a bowl and then add a little apple cider vinegar until you have a paste. And so just kind of put that on your armpits before you go to bed, a really thin layer, not something too extreme to where you're getting your clothes all gross, but just a thin layer in the morning, wash it off and then put your natural deodorant on. And this really helps during those early phase of, you know, transitioning to a natural deodorant. So number two weird way we use essential oils is through, um, you know, putting them on our armpits. And, and moving on to the next one, uh, this is something that it took me a little bit to really kind of embrace or embrace, excuse me, the ability that it really can have for mellowing out our children. And that was the use of detox baths. We started off, if I remember correctly, honey, we started off with a sleepy time kind of detox mm-hmm. bath. And so we probably use lavender or serenity or balance. It's been so long ago and we've given so many detox baths that, you know, honestly, we've used so many different oils, but I just remember when we were doing it, even when they were pretty much, I think, like just about one to two years old, Mm -hmm. uh, we just noticed that their fussiness and their uh, sort of like just unsettling and everything like that when we put them down in the crib, it really, really helped out. And now, uh, besides the fact that we keep the kids on a low sugar uh, diet, you know, whenever we see that they're sort of like having their moments, we will absolutely throw some Epsom salt inside the bath and put a couple of different essential oils in there. You know, my daughter and my son are playing a lot more sports now, and so... We'll try to sneak a little bit of aroma touch in there, which really nice to ease those musculoskeletal issues and and things like that after a hard fought game. And so uh, detox baths have just become very much a mainstay in our house. Mm-hmm. So if you're not sure if you have filtered chlor, you know, water that's filtered from chlorination, um, we recommend adding a little bit of baking soda too. On my website, um, if you Google the Paleo Mama detox bath, you're going to come up with my recipe for how much salt, how much baking soda, how much, 
essential oil to put in per, um, you know, depending on how heavy your child is or for you, you know, if you want to take a detox bath. I use about 10 drops in a full bath, you know, a half bath, five drops for, you know, a young one, you're only going to use a drop or two. And you want to make sure that you actually mix that essential oil up into the salt that you're putting into it. You can also mix it up into a little fractionated coconut oil. That way it keeps the essential oils from floating to the top and just becoming irritating to our skin and specific body parts, you know, as you're in the bathtub. So um, a detox bath consists of essential oils, uh, baking soda, also, and then the salt. And you can use Epsom salt. You can use Himalayan salt. My latest favorite is Dead Sea salt. I'm really loving that one. And you can use them um, just singular by himself, or you can make a whole beautiful blend with all those three different kinds of salts. So that was the number three we- weird way we use oils was through make- taking detox baths. Awesome. All right, moving on. I know that this one's near and dear to my heart because I still have short hair, but I'm going to go ahead and flip it and do the guy's side, and let's talk about how we can maintain our hair with essential oils. Okay, so this is really fun. So if you guys have followed my journey the last whole year, it's actually been a year that I stopped dyeing my hair I let my white hair grow out. I'm 37, but I started getting gray hair at like 14. Um, and so I am actually probably, what do you, what do you think, 50% gray? I'm not even going to begin to tell you guys. It's absolutely luxurious. It brings out all the wisdom. <laughs> like I look at her and I'm just like, you know, she's always been wise, but now I look at her and it's just like such a part of her that it really is very cool. And I know people spend hundreds of dollars yeah silver's like like the new black yeah it's like people spend hundreds of dollars to do stuff to their hair and like honestly she's got it and it's al natural so it's really awesome so if you have silver hair and you're sick of dyeing it then stop it um i kind of don't think it's fair that men can grow old and look chiseled and silver and gray and women love it and then women have to cover up all those little wise strands. So I just, last November, it's actually been a year, I said, I'm done. So I quit dyeing my hair. Now, along with that came a little bit of some frustrations, obviously. You know, the the demarcation line of growing out was super obvious. Um, but eventually it got long enough to where I gave myself a nice big chop. It's all one level now, and I'm now growing it out. But anyways... So I love using essential oils on my hair. So I have a curly hair, I have silver hair, um, and then when I if I straighten my hair, I can give you suggestions for you know if you have straight hair. So if you have oily hair, now another thing that I stopped doing. This is going to sound super weird, but hey, this is a weird podcast. I actually stopped shampooing my hair. And instead of shampooing, I co-wash my hair. And that is where you actually wash your hair with conditioner. You scrub your scalp. It's not going to bubble. It's not going to foam. But you're still going to get your hair and your scalp clean. Then you rinse it out. And then you actually condition your hair as normal. So that is what co-washing is. And so I also stopped shampooing my hair a long time ago, about a year ago, because I had such oily hair. And so I learned that the more that I shampoo my hair with harsh cleansers and shampoos, the more that it's stripping my hair of its natural oils that make it lush and silky and soft. 
And guys, I'm going to tell you right now, like you would be kind of like hard pressed or weirded out about that. You would think like you're going to be sleeping in a rat nest or something like that. But honestly, it absolutely is more soft and more bouncy and absolutely wonderful to like just put my face in and sniff it. (laughs) Um, yes, I'm a guilty hair sniffer. Um, but yeah, I absolutely can reassure you, gentlemen, significant others, that it, it totally is a great way to go. And Frank does the same thing because we don't even have shampoo in our bathroom. So I'm guessing you just use conditioner or body wash. On that I do. That <laughs> so, I do. I'm a, I'm, I'm a closet co-washer. There you go. Um, so yeah, that's co-washing. And so that's I say that to say if you are getting really oily hair – it's probably because you're overwashing your hair. And now it, it's going to be the same thing when we talk about oil cleansing, um, washing your face with oil. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about how all these harsh cleansers is causing your skin and your hair to freak out and to overproduce what's the natural oil called sebum. And so it overproduces it and then you're oily and then you wash it the next day and then you're caught in this uphill battle of washing oily, washing oily, and you can never actually get your skin or your scalp to stabilize and be completely normal. So, you know, take a look at that if you have oily skin or oily scalp. So second is another thing you can do is you can add a couple drops of tea tree oil into your conditioner or your shampoo. I would recommend if you're shampooing, then add it into your conditioner or your shampoo because you're able to actually rub it into your scalp as best as possible with your fingertips. So tea tree oil is so good for just, you know, kind of helping your hair to stabilize and your scalp to stabilize. It's great for dry skin. It's great great for oily skin. It's great for all different kinds. So tea tree is like my number one favorite oil to put in my hair. And I love the tingle that you get if you leave it in there for a little bit. You do get a tingle and, you know, you can buy expensive tea tree tingle shampoo and conditioner or you can just tingle it yourself. This shouldn't be old hat or this should be old hat to everybody because I remember that I grew up in a household where we had that that Neutrogena tea gel. Or head and shoulders. And I remember right? that that, yeah, well, that was selenium that does that. Oh. But the 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 uh, tea tree oil has was present in that big, thick, almost look like maple syrup. I remember I used to like take a shower and like just be awed by taking the bottle and flipping it upside, upside down because it would have a bubble in it and it would be really slow to go to the top and then <laughs> flip it and go to the other side. But yeah, so tea tree or melaleuca has been around in shampoos for who knows how long. And, and I was just at... Uh, a barber shop and you know some new thing that they wanted to try out on me was a uh, tea tree uh, shampoo and they thought it was this brand new thing and honestly we've been doing it for years so uh, tea tree is absolutely making that comeback inside of shampoos another one i love to put on my hair is if you're looking for silky you know soft like a serum uh, I would look to putting sandalwood on your hair. Just a drop, and I know it's expensive. You can't use um, sandalwood. Get poor man sandalwood geranium. And just put a drop of it and r- rub it through your hair, and it really is an, a great 100% natural serum that just keeps your hair, hair silky soft. All right, let's move on to the beards, men. Um, 
Yeah, so I actually have recently shaved just because my kids talked me into it. But when I was maintaining the Brillo pad For that like was five on years. that was on the front of my face, uh, you know, when I got out of a shower and let it dry, it absolutely would like I said, it would have that texture of like a Brillo pad. And so we wanted to look into something that was gonna soften and make the hair a little bit more brushable and not be so pokey and everything like that. Jackie used to tell me that it was like kissing a Brillo pad because I would move in for one and sure enough, I'd be scratching her with my beard. And so I needed to do something about it. So what I did was I just simply made a base of fractionated coconut oil. And then I added whatever kind of man smells that I wanted in there. So yeah, I used some sandalwood or I used some cedar wood. I would actually put in a little bit of some wild orange just to mix it up. So just get funky with it. Um, Spearmint's another great one to put. It helps like, you know, it helps pep you up. It invigorates you. And I jokingly used to refer to my beard as a mustachio fuser because it absolutely whatever essential oils were there when I rubbed them into the the my beard they 100% would like diffuse for like boy like a good couple of hours and so I urge you men to use those beard oils create your beard oils and get excited about that because honestly um, you know beards are in and we know that people love beards but we want to make sure that we don't have that scruff and so make sure that you're looking out try to do some beard oil another great way to use essential oils so the last one i think we're on is like i mentioned was called oil cleansing i've talked about this for so long now i always feel like i'm repeating myself but so many people are still you know new to it i've never heard of oil cleansing so oil cleansing is actually where you wash your face with oil not essential oil you can add that in but you wash your face with coconut oil or um Uh, like a castor oil mixture. And so castor oil is usually included in your oil cleansing routine because it's a very, um, it cleanses. It really helps to get the dirt out of your pores on your face and really just help to lather up when you're lathering up on your face as well. So I personally use a mixture of about 30% castor oil and 70% a carrier oil. I love using almond oil or jojoba oil. You can also use fractionated coconut oil. So if you want to give this a try tonight, you can go get your fractionated coconut oil and try it out. So this is what you do. Um, the, the science behind it is oil cleanses oil, and that's the truth. Oil helps to remove oil. So you are actually, get your face damp with some warm water, and then you're going to add about a dime size amount of your carrier oil onto your hand. And then add a drop or two of an essential oil. So some really good essential oils that are great for your face are lavender, um, tea tree, geranium, sandalwood, uh, what else? Um, rose, if you want to spend your rose on it. Neroli. Um, those are really amazing for your face. So what you want to do is you want to just add that into your palm of your hand, rub it around, and then rub it all over your face. You're going to want to make sure that you lather it up really good, and then you're going to take a hot towel, lay it over your face, and let it steam for, I don't know, about 30 seconds. And then take that hot towel and and um, roll it around your face, like do circular motions, and remove all the oil that you just put on your face. And at the end of it, you're going to have a really soft, silky, smooth 
face. And look it up if you want more details about oil cleansing because there's so much of it online. Man, I tell you what, that was some unbelievable content, wasn't it? I mean, like, to be able to hear from... You know, Jackie, the paleo mama, about like stuff that she's been doing for the past couple of years uh, with with myself and her and the family and really all of you is just really amazing. And so uh, thank you, by the way, for joining me. Of course. And we cannot wait to continue to bring you these great pieces of content. The uh, the episodes, by the way, click on if you're listening to us through iTunes or if you're listening to us through Stitcher or whatever way you're listening to us. Check those back episodes. We got some really great content on endocannabinoids. Uh, we had a great re- uh, interview recently with Dr. Eric Zelensky, who is the author of The Healing Power of Essential Oils, and some other really great content. So please check our back episodes if this is the very first one that you are listening to. Anyway, it's been a pleasure as always. Please stay tuned to future content, and we cannot wait to hear, see, and love on you guys on our next podcast. Take care, everyone. Bye, everyone. Hey guys, I absolutely love bringing you this content and I wanted to reassure you that we will continue Essential Oil Healthcare Radio as long as you guys want us to be here. So if you don't mind, every time that we create a new episode, if you click on the subscribe button, you will get a notification when we upload and create a brand new podcast. So please do that if you're listening to us either on iTunes or Stitcher or any of the places that you can listen to this great content. Please subscribe right now. Take care and have a wonderful day.